Welcome to this episode of the Doctrine Matters Podcast, where we are once again going to talk about the major story going on in our world right now, and that is Oliver Anthony and his music. We're going to talk about this one more time from a biblical perspective, and we're going to show you that this thing has mixed Christianity with secularism, and it is not necessarily a problem, but it is. Stay tuned for the Dr. Matters Podcast. It starts right now. Welcome to the Doctrine Matters Podcast, a tool to help believers rediscover true biblical doctrine and to help them understand and live out their faith in their homes, in their churches, and in their communities. Thank you for listening to this episode. Let's get right to it. Welcome back, everybody, to this episode of the Dr. Matters Podcast. Thank you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for listening. If you're listening on your audio platform of choice, whether that be Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify Music, whatever the case may be, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And today, as mentioned in the intro, we're going to talk one more time, and that's it. I don't want to talk about this anymore because it is starting to become a divisive point across all of even Christendom and even within the secular world itself. And when I say secular, I just mean non-Christian world. So first of all, let me say this. On the last episode of the Doctrine Matters podcast, I talked about filthy language or cussing and should professing, and I will say professing in air quotes, should professing Christians use cuss words? And I related First of all, Tim Ross, which was a pastor, you can go back and watch it. He says he uses cuss words that the Lord told him to use these kind of words to reach people that are far from God. And I just don't think that is acceptable or appropriate. Now, we do have uh, this other issue with Oliver Anthony, who is reading the Bible, who is reading an imprecatory psalm on stage before he sings the song about rich men north of Richmond, which are those politicians in Washington, D.C. And in that song, he uses cuss words. So there we're mixing Bible and profanity together. And that has caused a little bit of a problem within Christianity itself, and not necessarily within Christianity, although there are those that would agree and disagree with me that are Christians on my last video, and that's fine. We can agree to disagree in love. I have no hard feelings for those who disagree with me, and me saying that I don't believe that professing Christians should use cuss words. What has happened, though, is now that the Bible is involved and now that there has been some sort of a testimony put out by Oliver Anthony and YouTube pages are or YouTube profiles or channels, I should say, are are now just kind of blowing this up to suggest that Oliver Anthony may indeed be a Christian when in his testimony we hear nothing that would lead us to believe that he is a true Christian. Now, I don't want to sound critical here. But I think it's important when you have a song that goes out to the masses and it has gone out to the masses. This thing has grown in popularity. It's a, it's a song that I told you on the last episode that I can relate to. I, I mean, I actually like the song itself. It, there is a lot of truth in the song. And we can break that song down if you want to on another episode. But I do believe that there's truth in that song. However, what's happened now is many people are looking at this song 
and what it's talking about and relating it to the Christian life. So let me just say that I'm going to show you two clips today. One is going to be of Oliver Anthony's testimony that has been produced over and over, uh, but specifically by a, a group on YouTube called Kingdom Minded is their channel. And I tried to engage with them in a loving way, but they didn't respond. Uh, and that's okay. But I, I just want to be biblical and I want people to understand that Christianity goes much deeper than a song about politicians and the way the world is today. You can relate to the song all day long. You can relate to working hard, working third shift, working 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 hours a day. You can relate to these things, but just because you relate to something like this, to this song, doesn't make it a Christian song, nor does it make you a part of Christianity itself. So what's happening is this song and the things that are surrounding this song now are leading people away from the gospel and to sort of this secular, uh, I work hard, I, I don't make a lot of money, the dollar is nothing these days, um, the welfare system is messed up, it needs to be reformed, and it's it's relating this with Christianity and moving far away from the gospel. So let me just give you an idea of what I'm talking about here. Let me show you this first clip that I have pulled up and ready to go. This is called Oliver Anthony's Testimony. and um, uh, one of the things that we want to look at here is when we talk about a testimony, when we're thinking about a, a Christian testimony, we have to, in my opinion, hear certain words. I think it is important to hear certain words, and unfortunately, I don't believe that we hear them in this. And And you may notice, if you're looking at the screen, that I'm already eight minutes and 13 seconds into a nine minute and 27 second video. That is because the rest of this is talking about who he is, where he came from, talking about the song itself. And then we get to what this page would say is his testimony. So let's just listen to what he says about his testimony. And I'll say this and I'll go, I, uh, I spent a long time being angry an angry little ag agnostic punk. And I remember talking about Sky Daddy and Cloud Papa. And I would get so angry about the concept of God because I I had sort of perverted what my vision of God was because I I looked at I looked at the religion of man as God and not and not God himself. But um, there is a divine creator that loves you and. And sometimes it takes falling down on your knees and getting ready to call things quits before it becomes obvious that he's there. But he's always there. You just got to look out for him and listen for him. So I'll see you on the next one. And um, I love you guys and gals. And I'm, I'm really appreciative of you listening to my music and giving me a voice. So. Lord willing, this is just the beginning. Now, this is the testimony that people have said is awesome, that he no, he no longer calls God Sky Daddy or, or whatever he said, but he believes there's a God. And sometimes it takes getting on your knees and just about ready to give it all up before you can really feel him, see him, and it, realize that he's there, that he's always there, he loves you. 
Now, this is language that you might expect to hear in a church, but here is the truth of the matter. This is not a Christian testimony. Why? Because in the book of James, he tells us that the demons believe in God and they shudder. The demons believe in God. So now we have this popular man that's on the rise, and he says, yes, there is a God. I believe in God. But he says nothing about repentance, turning away from sin, putting his faith in Christ alone for salvation. That is the gospel. That is the good news that Jesus Christ came to this earth, died the death that you and I deserved. And for those who repent of their sin, that turn from their sin, that change their thinking on their sin and put their faith in Christ alone for salvation, they are truly saved. They can now move from saying, I just believe in God to I have been redeemed by God through the shed blood of Christ. Now, some of you right now are pushing back, say, well, give him the benefit of the doubt. This is his first real uh, big appearance. This is his, okay, I hear you. But have you listened to some of his other songs talking about smoking weed in the back country in, in Virginia where the cops don't come? I, I've listened to that one. So if we're thinking about what Christians should say, what they should sing, I don't think promoting drug use in a song would be necessarily Christian. And some of you, I can hear you now. You're being so critical of this guy. I'm not being critical of the guy. I want to make sure we understand the gospel and how people that are true believers respond to the world and how they act in the world. Now, the, the demons, they can quote just as much scripture as anybody. So just the fact that he gets on stage with a Bible doesn't make him a Christian. The fact that he says he believes in God doesn't make him a Christian. And the problem with that is, is people are associating this with Christianity. Now, I will say this. There is a good thing about this. When he stands up and reads scripture, the Bible says it will not return void. It's going out. Somebody's hearing it. Somebody's going to listen to it. God's going to do whatever he wants to with that scripture going forth. And somebody's life may be changed as a result of the scripture, not as a result of Oliver Anthony saying he believes in God or Oliver Anthony saying that God is real. People come to faith in Christ by hearing that they are sinners in need of a savior and that Christ has done this on their behalf and made a way. And if they repent of their sin and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, they can be saved. So people are listening to this, watching this, associating this with Christianity. Now, here's the other problem. And I'm about to show you why this has become just such an issue. Is apparently he's got a co-manager and um, this co-manager has said some things recently and they are troublesome uh, to say the least, as we relate what Oliver Anthony is doing in the name of Christ and in the name of Christianity, uh, this is a YouTube video from, uh, I can't remember the name of it right now, um, but we'll listen to it. We're, we're, we're halfway through this already because he's kind of setting up the song again and what's happened. But we're going to listen to what his co-manager has said regarding God and Oliver Anthony. This is why this is continuing to be a problem that people are getting wrapped up into a false sense of what Christianity is, and I would say a false religion, 
and I would go so far as to say a false gospel. Let me just play this so you can hear it. Absolutely incredible. Now, with this, let's get back to Anthony's co-manager, Draven Reif, who is also responsible for the YouTube channel that you may be aware of known as Radio WV that also shoots the acoustic versions of Oliver Anthony's song, including Richmond, North of Richmond. In a recent interview with Billboard at Oliver's show down in Moyoc, North Carolina, at Eagle Creek Golf Club and Grill, Draven shared the remarkable story behind how Oliver Anthony had a bigger purpose than just becoming an artist and his song Richmond North of Richmond becoming not just another song. Draven told Billboard, I listened to Oliver's music and I just knew he was special. Normally it's okay. This person has a good song and I want to help them out and get them on the channel. With Oliver, I called my friends and family on my way to record him and also on my way back to tell them how special he was. Personally, I feel like God had a hand in Oliver's music. Me and him, we prayed before the session. Me and him together, we both prayed before we recorded Richmond North of Richmond. We both had an interesting experience the whole weekend. We just felt like it was for a purpose that was way bigger than us. Just two old regular dudes. You know what I mean? In our opinion, God has chosen to speak through Oliver and to speak to all Americans through his music all around the world. We've gotten comments from Zimbabwe, every country that you could think of. I mean, wow. Again, absolutely incredible. And congratulations, Anthony, who has his Richmond North City number one right now on Billboard's Hot 100 chart, as it is the number one song in America. And there is just so much support coming his way uh, you know so much support for the song and his music and he's doing it his way and he's not in any rush to make it any different so guys please again country cast that's where that's from but did you hear the troublesome language there is that his co-manager said that god has chosen to speak through oliver anthony and speak through his music now if we look at this from a biblical perspective, we would see that long ago, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. And who is the son? That's Jesus. He is in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God, Jesus, the son of God, the Bible that we have is the truth of God. And if we were to flip over to second Peter chapter one, beginning in verse 19, we read, and we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed to which you all will do well to pay attention as to a lamp shining in a dark place. We don't need music. We don't need any more prophets because I believe Prophets have ceased, and we only need the Word of God. God, in my opinion, in my biblical worldview opinion, has not chosen to speak to America through Oliver Anthony. He has not chosen to speak to America through his music or even to the world. As mentioned, there was uh, comments from Zimbabwe. This man is making music that relates to the normal person. And that's good. 
music is relatable. Music stirs in us something. Music is good, but it is not the gospel. It is not the way that God has chosen to speak to us today. So the God of the Bible is speaking through his word, which means when Oliver Anthony er, speaks the word from Psalm 37, then God is speaking that way through his word, and it's going to go forth and do whatever it wills. So here is the conclusion. Here's what I want you to take away from this video. Number one, I want you to remember that music, and especially secular music, is not the gospel. Okay, People are only saved by the gospel. God draws people to himself. The gospel is preached. It's planted as a seed. That seed gets watered as they hear the gospel, and eventually they come to Christ if it's God's will. We can sing all day about politicians and how bad the world is, but that is not going to save a single person. And my fear, and I'm not the only one that thinks this. I've talked to people, and I've seen this on YouTube videos as well, on social media. But my problem is that this is the view of Christianity for much of America now. That, oh, you're just a blue-collar man. You work hard. Man, God is looking out for those folks. God loves those folks. And I would say yes, but he also loves white-collar people. And I had a comment from my last video that someone said, I was basically a fool for believing that anybody in Washington could be a true believer and I still stick to that. I still think that there could be really good people, or there are none that are good, but people that are trying to do good that are truly saved. Let me say it that way. So music is not the gospel. Oliver Anthony is not a prophet that God has chosen to speak to the masses. God is speaking through his word. God saves by his gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Is this song good? Yeah, it's good. Listen to the song, sing it. I would not sing the cuss words, but uh, I, I spoke on that in the last video. If you want to watch it, I'll link it in the description. But we have to be careful that we don't just jump on the first train smoking that just blows up, right? This is the Oliver Anthony train. It's moving at full speed ahead. Uh, apparently, he's turned down record deals and and all kind and Bud Light endorsements. Uh, he's turned down millions of dollars at this point, from what I hear, if that's true. But this is the most popular thing in the world right now, and people are jumping on it and professing that this is God doing this. This is God working through this. But if you go look at every live appearance he's done, people are drinking their beer. They're yelling these words out to the top of their lungs. There is no gospel being presented. So this is not a church, but this is a representation of the church in America that we want to jump on this church religious thing that makes us feel good that we can connect with it's void of the gospel it's void of a true repentance and faith testimony and that's what scares me the most does the song scare me absolutely not um but i i just want people to be careful so uh, just a fair warning and you can call me a critical spirit. You can call me a Pharisee. You can call me whatever you want, but that's not going to change what I think or feel. I don't care whether you're a normal blue-collar person, a patriotic pastor, or a patriotic citizen of America. I believe that we should be seeking the truth, promoting the truth, and making sure that we don't mix 
the gospel with secularism and making it a new gospel. That's the danger that I fear may be happening. That is why I'm sounding the alarm on this, just to be careful, discern all things. If you're not a Christian or if you profess to be a Christian, we need to make sure we are obeying the scriptures, that we know what the Bible says, and that we're we're not just jumping on a bandwagon and calling it Christianity or godly or anything like that. Let's call it what it is. It's secular music that has a good message for the American working man and woman, and people are finding relevance with the song in their lives. And maybe this guy's saved. I don't know. But until I hear him say he had repented of his sins and believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, I just have to speculate from now. And even then, we can't truly know a person's heart if they're saved or not. So he could be. He could not be. But I just pray that Oliver Anthony, if he is, would stop singing about drugs, uh, would stay sober. If uh, I know that he has apparently had a history of alcoholism, stay sober, grow in his faith, and maybe repent of some of the things that he's saying about. Maybe some of the things that he's said at his little pop-up shows or whatever. And I just ultimately want the believer to be discerning. Uh, not critical, but discerning. So that's all this is. And I'm not a discernment blogger and I'm not a discernment YouTube channel person. I just want us to be cautious, be careful, and be biblical in all that we do. I'd love to hear your comments. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear it if you disagree with me. <laughs> I'd love to hear it if you agree with me. So leave a comment. And if you want to reach out, doctrinematterspodcast at gmail.com, all together, no spaces. All lowercase doctrine matters podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out that way too. Uh, leave comments and uh, let me know what you think. And this is probably the last I will say about Oliver Anthony because we have got the gospel and some more important issues to talk about in the near future. So thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. And until next time, God bless.